From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Welcome to this week's episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. We're happy to have you, and welcome to the Bone Cave. What number is this? Do you not want to say because we got to jump around? So somebody asked me the other night if we've ever uh, played a repeat, and I said no. We're going for 200 to not, so we have a little bit to go, and uh, it should be good. We should have that accomplished soon. But anyway, we are in the Bone Cave Live with a few people, so I feel like I should announce this differently than most of the time. So sitting to my left is not just Bleep, and Bleep will not be on a mic tonight. So that's a good thing. Um, no, I'm just busting your balls. But I do have the one and only Jimmy Bonanno. Jim Jimmy Bonanno. Welcome. Hey, everyone. The, glad to be here again. The mobster. <laughs> the mobster. The that's gangster right. from, uh, from Sicily. Chicago. Sicily. Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> ah, I, knew, I knew it was Detroit, too. I just had to get a jab You're in there. You're Italian, though. Oh, yeah. You and think? I heard you went to Italy, huh? I did. Uh, so. Yeah, it was super cool. And then well, to my I right, to hunt though. Yeah, he didn't go hunting there. I was there for what? You were you were hunting that? tourist uh, attractions. But I spent a lot of time traveling the countryside. Never saw a wild animal. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there two times. It's awesome. I got to bring my kids there and wife. Yeah. Well, of right. your Italian descent, you would think you'd already had that done. What are you waiting for? Well, she's been there with me, but that was two thousand eight. Oh, okay. Well, we're at we're at in Italy. Are you? Is your family from? Sicily, they are. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so that's where that's where my family was from. Uh, Sicily, too. Uh, we didn't get down. You're to Dana, isn't that English? Dana, the Dana side's English. The Kelsey or, or the whatever something v- ending with yeah. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, but then we have Scott Palmer, and that's definitely not Italian Palmer. It is not. It no. is not. No. So we got the great Scott Palmer here, and uh, and then of course Brad Dado, as always. Hashtag three ninety three. Pass in the morning, shoot him in the afternoon. I so of, anyway, have you ever seen 393? Yeah, I did in, uh, the, in the old Bowden Cave. Oh, you did. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah. uh, tomorrow night. Um, so everybody's in for uh, our golly club right now. So um, I'm pretty excited. It's like Christmas morning for me um, this morning. Uh, Lindley and I were both up early getting after it. And uh, so we thought we'd be remiss if we didn't do a podcast with these two, because I think you both killed something of great interest to a lot of our listeners in the last uh, year or so. You go, you, you've killed a lot of things in the last year or so that would be of great interest to our listeners, but particularly one animal that might be the hardest of all of the sheep to get right now, and what would that be? Bighorn. Yeah, that was a bighorn in Alberta. <laughs> was, that, <laughs> was, that, was that one of your more challenging hunts, Jim? <clears throat> I tell a lot of people that was the hardest hunt, and it was two days. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Thank God it didn't go three, huh? <laughs> um. That was the hardest hunt, and if you look at some of the pictures <laughs> in my eyes, like zoom in, I'm just beat. But it's the, it was also the most rewarding, awesome hunt. And I, I'm asked, I've got three sheep, and I'm asked a lot which one, which hunt was the best, and it's a hard, hard question. Um, but it's definitely right up there between that one and British Columbia. So you've you've shot a bighorn, you've shot a desert bighorn, and you've shot your doll. 
correct. No, not my doll. Um, no, that's this year. This year's the doll. Oh, this year's the doll. Yep, he's going to have his slam in. Uh, you um, no, you got to. Oh, you have shot your desert. You're going to have your slam this year. We're going for it in August to the Yukon. Wow, that's so, right. Yep. Yeah, and you've shot three. Your, you've shot your stone. Stone. You've shot your uh, bighorn. Bighorn. And you've shot your doll. Hey, that's right. So you guys are both three quarter slammers. Yeah. Hey, that's there's pretty, one more so, three-quarter slammer here, and it's not that? you. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> what a fuck. Uh, anyway, no, I, uh, but it's I don't. funny. You read my mind. I, I have the <laughs> one sheep they don't, or they do, that I don't. That's why I'm happy to sit in between them, because I'm thinking maybe some of this will rub off You're on short. Me. You're I'm short a big horn. I'm short the big you've horn. You've got the desert. You've got the doll, mm-hmm. and you've got the stone. Actually, I need to text Devin right now because he's trying to get me up there to kill one this year. Um, it's okay. Um, it's not. Um, but anyway, um, how was it for you, the Bighorn? It, like uh, Jim's, it was a quick trip, but uh, it was beautiful. I thought it was a well-ran operation. Um, the horse ride in was incredible. The senior was incredible. The weather was incredible. The the outfit, the tents, the the tack. The horses, everything was great. So far of your three hunts, what's your favorite? They are, they all aren't, we're good. They're all so different, aren't they? Yeah, they're very different, yeah. So the doll sheep, you know, that was my first one. I trained. You trained and you got an hour hunt too. (laughs) I trained for nine months and it was a two hour hunt. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Just so everybody knows that's listening, okay, I gotta set I gotta lay a little bit of the groundwork here. Um You trained for nine months. Yeah. So what did you do what do you do normally in your life? Just just like You like everyday training physically. What I, do you do just every day? Not for a sheep hunt, just every day what do you do? I run five miles every morning. <laughs> So then, so then, now I'd like you to qualify what you did to train for your sheep hunt. For well, them. for the sheep hunt, I, I would take a 50-pound sack of sand and put it in my pack, and then I'd go out uh, to my dad's farm, and I would hike at, at the minimum five up to 12 miles a, a time. <laughs> so. And then plus, you never miss a day of your five miles. Right, I always run. You so always run every day. I run. We've, and then, got, and we've done courses. And we get done with an eight, nine-hour class, and Palmer runs out so he can get his run in or whatever. I mean, he can't miss it. So you're in good physical shape. Yes. Now, what did you do get in shape for yours? <laughs> I, did, I did train. <laughs> um, I'm, I did some running, but it's not anywhere near five miles. It, um, I did a lot of walking for my first sheep hunt where I would do 12-mile walks, not with a 50-pound sack. <laughs> but... Um, but you got your legs ready. Got my legs ready, and I just got out there and kept moving, walking, and I was hurting. There's no doubt, but I, but I think a lot of it. When you hear people talk about it, it's mental too. Like I'm sitting there up there on the mountain, going, "Hey, what am I doing here?" Um, you know, I'm 51 years old, and I'm out of my element, which I really think is cool. Like that's where I want to be. Are you 51 right now? 52 now. You're 52. So you, your first sheep hunt, you were. 50. 50. And you're, tell us how old you are, because you old fart, Scott. I'm 59. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 59. Yep. Going to be 60. Yep. And you're in great shape. Good for you, Scott. So um, finish that story. 
Um, keep going. Okay, so I was um, <clears throat> up there in the mountain, and you, you you got all the great things that you get along with hunting, where you have the emotions and the ups and downs, and the what am I doing here, and am I going to go back and have to tell everybody that I gave up? And I mean, I was pushing it that hard that day, and it was like record hot temperatures. I'm talking 87 degrees up on the mountain above tree line. Right. When we were there. Um, was, was that the stone sheep? No, this was the the bighorn last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, really? So you had those thoughts after killing a stone and a desert already? Yeah. That's why I say that one was the, the hardest. Because you were questioning your insa- your sanity as a human being and as an adult man. Yeah. No, I've, I've had those same conversations when Jeff has had me on one of our my sheep guides that had me on the side. Stay and, left, Creek. And they said, you stay left. You just go down that trail and stay left. And so um, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I got back. And when I got down to the left, I was like, I think they told me to go the wrong way because I am cliffed out and I can't go back. And so I thought, well, I've got one way to go, and that's up. And I had to go up and then around this apple-shaped ridge, and I kept looking down going, "Hmm, maybe 800 feet to the bottom and pure death for sure. And then so I got back to camp, and I put up a big game bag so they knew I was in camp because I knew they were coming in behind me. And uh, anyway, the next morning we were all laughing, and I said, was I supposed to stay uh, left? And they go, no, uh, you were supposed to stay right. And when we were going down through there, I, I go, I sure hope the, the outfitter said to the assistant guide, I sure hope you didn't tell him to stay left. Did you say stay left? <laughs> and he goes, I think I did. I did. And he goes, what if he's dead at the bottom of that uh, gulch? And he goes, well, we'll get a helicopter in there tomorrow to get him out. <laughs> so I've had those same conversations on the mountain. Like what? Uh, I, I said there was three of them. What am I doing here? What am I thinking I'm doing here? And I'm never coming again were the three thoughts on my head. Yeah. Yours too. Yeah. But it's the reward you get, right? 24 hours later. <laughs> it's like, it's, this must be like what a woman feels like with a kid, huh? Because oh <laughs> I mean, you was keep like, coming back, huh? Yeah, that, that, that was the most rewarding hunt. And we uh, one of the things I'll never forget about that hunt we were all beat. We get back to camp. We we just are laid out. One guy, uh, Smokey, you know him. Yeah. He, he cooked ribs on the grill. Yeah. And we went, put our Crocs on, and just stood in the water. Our feet were killing us. And drank some whiskey and put chairs in the water and the river, because the camp's right on a river, and sat there and didn't want to move again. And then we ate sheep ribs for, like, the next <laughs> three meals. Sheep, whiskey, sheep ribs and sheep feet yeah <laughs> so jim did you you guys camped on that river we rode up yeah wow yeah we were right that's like his main camp there uh-huh. and um you know like you mentioned how he has a great operation um i think he only brings one hunter in for each camp and he's got you know provisions right each one yeah so. i think they had four drainages that they yeah. worked out of and but yours was the farthest right i i think so i think i saw like the other drainages were other camps were like eight hours right eight eight hour ride in yeah <laughs> with like i forget 27 river crossings yeah. is that like an aaron eight hours or is that like a legit eight hours it was a legit eight hours <laughs> yeah it wasn't like a 12 I, I think, hour so what's hours. worse the eight hours on your ass or the uh the mountain on your feet 
No, I recovered. I recovered from the ride in, no problem. That was you kind horses. of a horse whisperer, though. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've been around horses for like over two years. For, yeah, so so you got it all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> so what uh, end of the horse do you like getting on and off the best? The highest. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind horses, do you? I don't go out of my way to find them. <laughs> so, okay, so that makes three of us. I grew up on a horse farm, yeah. and I hate the son of a suckers. I've, I actually finally found a useful uh, application for him, which is hunting. But right outside of that, never, ever do you need him for mm -hmm. anything. We were, we were in the breaks hunting, and it was raining. And I don't know how long. We were probably there for 10 days, and we were riding out and back every night. One morning, we'd get up, and Scott's not – you were riding that little mare, Brandy. Yeah. yeah. Nice little horse, sweetheart. And uh, I'm like, what are you doing, Scott? Because I'm not riding that horse. <laughs> like, what? I'm walking. Like, You're not walking today. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking. And it started to rain in, in the breaks, that gumbo. Because you got to like a size 13 foot anyway. By the time he's done walking around in the gumbo. How big a foot do you have? 12. Oh, you... <laughs> That's interesting. I know, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the things you find out about buddies after years. Yeah. I didn't know that. Because how tall are you? I'm only 5'10". 5'10". Yeah. Oh, so you're taller than Brad then. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes back, and he's got the mud on the bottom of his feet. Uh, he's got a size 22 clay platform that he's walking in. He, you, I noticed you saddled that horse right up quick the next yeah. morning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're pretty useless. So, what was your favorite of the sheep hunts you've done of your three? Um, probably the doll, just because it was the first. The doll, yeah, yeah. You there's, get bit. You go home, something and about you the keep first thinking, it, like you you can visually see the other sheep that you saw yeah. ridges over, and yeah. you just it keeps popping up in your mind while you're working all day. What mm -hmm. was your favorite three quarter slammer? Um. I would say the the doll was pretty special because it was my first two. And I learned a lot about me on that hunt. You know what I'm saying? About yeah. what I was capable of and if I was a sheep hunter or not. Um, but th each of them, like you guys, are super special. My, my desert, uh, I mean, my stone was awesome. I went back twice for my stone. And it was, it was cool because I think my stone is the coolest sheep I have of all my sheep. Gorgeous, um, yeah. I think the Russian snow sheep was the toughest shot I've ever had to make. And we had the most miserable Toughest shot range. ever or toughest sheep shot? Uh, probably the toughest shot. Probably in my top two toughest shot. It was 805 yards. Right. And, uh, um, and I didn't know the wind on the other side of the, the valley. And so, um, and that one was special because I had my son with me. And so you're really a full, you're, you're a, you're a finaz. Just count the Russian snow sheep. Well, my desert horn. though, my desert was, was super special. Cause we hunted extra days and I'll never that, that sucker give us the slip twice. And I almost shot his, uh, um, little brother the helicopter three times ramp. because my buddy kept saying, do it. And then when I finally got on him to shoot him, I had a jumping cactus go straight up my hind parts. And so you handled that well. I did. I have a that well. serious problem. I have a serious problem. They're like, what? You no inflection in his voice or what? I go, no, Just, I have a serious. Problem. I have a cactus up my ass. <laughs> they were, everybody's like, you just said that that way. And I rolled over and it was literally bleeding. It was just stuck out my, and I'm like on my butt cheek and I'm like, 
Uh, and then they're like, I like get it out. We're going over. Are you going to shoot that ram? I said I'm not shooting that ram. And we went over the ridge and we found that monster. And uh, um, so that was a special one. But anyway, those that'd be. I don't know. They're all pretty cool. Was your doll the 21 day hunt? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it was 21 days. Yeah. 19th day, we blew them out. They smelled us. The, the thermals went up, mm-hmm. and I had a short window to get down on him and shoot him. And uh, and then I'll never forget the outfitter. Uh, got the ram top of the hill. He's wobbling, blood on him. He's down, and I was like, <laughs> "Praise Jesus, because so am I." <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, it was pretty cool. So what? Uh, um, <clears throat> the most physical for you? I know you're physically a specimen, but what was the most physical? The the stone. The stone. Yeah. Yeah, because that was on the last day, last hour. Yeah, that was nine days and uh hundreds of miles yeah we covered all that country up down up down Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) oh wow and uh, that was a hell of a shot how far that was 890 890 yeah and how often do you shoot you shoot a lot i shoot definitely every weekend and in the summertime i'll go out in the evenings so you shoot a lot how about you i shoot i try to get out every three weeks or so and i go to 200 and get sighted in dead on and then i go hit steel out to like 875 so at least once a month you're out at the range too yeah so that's about 100 percent more than most hunters both of you i mean are you still shooting a psalm seven psalm are you still shooting the burgers or did you switch to the yeah Yeah, okay and i i did get a uh, 6.5 prc i like too Uh so that's suppressed so i i don't bring that out of the country yeah that's interesting because um, I have the, my 6.5 PRC is the, bro, the the one with the brake on it. That's the only thing that goes out of the country. And uh, um, But I'm thinking about getting a 300 PRC for uh, bigger animals. Does that make sense? No. No, I know. I should shoot everything with this, everything in the world with a six Creedmoor um, <laughs> just for Pat Stewart. There you go, Pat. What would, what would, you, what would you need to hunt? With the 300 uh, PRC, I don't Sorry. know Africa brown bear. Yeah, yeah, Africa brown bear. I'd shoot a I'd shoot a 300 PRC. Yeah, no, that'd be brown bear makes sense. And so I just, um, I mean, we have one. You've in shot here. some. You've shot some brown bears with sevens, though. I, I've, I have shot a lot of. I, I've shot many bear with seven. Yeah, and never, never would I question a seven. Um, for years, a seven was everything. So yeah, I, I'd kill a brown bear with a seven tomorrow. Hell, I'd kill a brown bear with a six if it wasn't as controversial as, you know, and everybody wanted to kill me, um, you know. But I get it. They're a big critter. But I watched the guy from Kuyu the other night on TV shoot one with an arrow. Right between the chest when yeah. he stood up. Yeah. And through the bush. Yeah. 55 yards. No, he's got, a, so there's he's an got ethical, a film on it. Yeah, and it was really well-produced film. Yeah. Did you see it? No, but I was aware that he shot his second Booner. Booner, yeah. yeah. The only person I didn't ever. know the film was out, yeah. Because there was only 314 Boone and Crockett bears right. ever to be killed with an archery in the, however many have wow. ever been registered. It's pretty unbelievable uh, accomplishment. Yeah. So, anyway, um, but I don't know. But we don't need to get in a caliber argument today. <laughs> so, because um, we already got people going, that's crazy. Um, but uh, I just wondered what you uh, just – Sounded weird coming out of your mouth. I need a 300 because I was like, really? Which I, I'm fine with. I, I think the more the merrier. 
I'm going to take my 6.5 PRC on that grizzly bear hunt that he called me yesterday and asked me if I wanted to come up and vet. But that's oh, an Arctic grizzly bear. That. Oh. You sat right next to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. You sound like my wife now. I was unaware of that. <laughs> I, I always slip these conversations in where, it, you know, I heard I one reference si- them later. I was worried <laughs> about targets, and you were, I mean, I was you were about, planning. I was worried about the lid on my four-wheeler. So anyway, right. um, so what's uh, so when are, when are we going uh, desert hunting? That's the question. When are you going, Brad? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go when it sneaks up on me. <laughs> oh, perfect! So I'll get it scheduled. <laughs> yeah. Um, when when do you want to go? Yeah, that's that's on our radar. <clears throat> you, you know, Shay's got Shay so needs one too. So a good booking advisor. So, book, Shay needs one too. Yeah, we're 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 looking for three of them. Hmm. So, so we just are, seriously. Well, are all three of you going to go together? Br- well, Brian, I have two sheep hunts this year. I'm probably going to put a moratorium on. Yeah, I probably <laughs> need to be a little bit. Oh, so know. there's a quota that you have? Yeah, I think I think three sheep in a year is excessive. I mean, possibly. Do you think so? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Bonanno, do you think so? Yeah, I, <laughs> I did two, two in four months. You did two in yeah, four months. Yeah, you're desert. One more seven months later. Yeah, that's probably I mean, excessive. It's doable. It's, I mean, yeah. it's doable, but it, it's I think a little excessive. I think you got to stretch it out. Uh, well, I don't know, guys. I I think we should. I think we should book the desert and get it on the books at least. The desert was uh-huh. a really 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 fun. That's a fun 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 hunt. Yeah, I think honestly what we need to do is look like 25 or 26, call them up and say we'll take 4. What do we get for an aggregated price on You'd four? go back, wouldn't you? Oh shit, are you kidding me? You're not going to kill them without me. Mm-hmm. Um are you the, the, I was, was a pretty good partner cuz phys- I was I was encouraging but I wasn't excessively encouraging cuz you know Physically I mean, that was a demanding hunt too because the rocks it's one step up six down. Right. So if you if you go 1000 vertical feet up in the morning you went 3000 for sure because every step it's like it's the nastiest slippery well, you've ever been on. The other life. thing I did is I I had my Kenny treks and and I switched midstream, and I put those Solomons on because it was it was hot. You know, yeah. I was just hot, and I was like, "I'm going to put a a cooler boot on." And my feet hurt for six months after well, that. So you that? saw our guide in those little boots, but well, he, that, he but that's weighed just, 140 that's just pounds. Dumb. That, that's he weighed a, That's pounds. just youthful exuberance, and you can't you can't do that when you're 55. I don't think. Well, especially at your weight. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you would have kept with the Kenetrix. I made a mistake in yeah. hindsight yeah. because my feet were really beat up after that. Oh, they were um, a mess. Yeah. But those Kenetrix, even the uninsulated, have that Gore-Tex sheath. Yeah. That membrane in Yeah, there. so they're warm. They yeah. are warm. I, I would like my mountain extra because I wore the guides, actually, on that trip. And I, I wish because I wish they'd make a mountain extreme without the Gore-Tex liner in uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. That'd be the perfect boot for every yeah. day of your life. Because they, they've got that desert, but it's the same as the guide. And I prefer the mountain extreme I left my Kenetrex at that place because you I'm, told me I, I forced you. you. I was like, those, those stinky-ass things are not getting on this same plane as me. <laughs> those deserve to, I mean, leave those. But, I, I, yeah, I would, I would wear them too. Mm-hmm. But uh, what about you? What do I wear? What you know, what you're, uh, you're excited <laughs> about your... Uh, oh, I, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, I've never been to the Yukon. Um, sounds like it's a great outfitter I'm going with, and you set me up with it. I remember oh, I, yeah. I, I uh, 
I was in here in the middle of cold February or something, and I bought two sheep hunts. You did, and we toasted your night. slam with yes. whiskey that yeah. day, right at this conference table. Actually, the one out there. But anyway, yeah, that was a, so over a year ago, and so <laughs> one of them's done, and this is the last one from that night. So, Jim, what's what's your plan once you get your finaz? What's your plan there? We'll see. I don't. I, I want to get through what I have, and then we'll see. You know. Um, Enjoy the next one. Yeah. Uh, are you, are you going to go go back through, or are you going to try something? I'd like to go with some of those same outfitters. I've become such good friends with them, and yeah. do um, like this outfitter that that did the bighorn that Scott and I did. He's got an awesome mountain lion hunt. Yeah, it sounds. So oh much yeah, fun. big giant. Yeah, yeah they shoot. Did you giants. see? Did you see what Craig uh, Ryman killed up there? I don't um, know. Oh, I'll, I'll I've seen you. a lot of pictures. So. We, we, um, I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up while we're talking. So Scott, was giant. what about you? Once you're done with your finaz, what's your plan? I'll just keep on cranking. Like I, you know, this do you year. Want, do you want to keep shooting sheep? Or are you? Are we gonna? I wouldn't turn one down. <laughs> so we're gonna go. So 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 Marco Polo and to, uh, to Kyrgyzstan. I want to see how you guys handle that trip first. I'm worried, dude. You are you're, going. You're gonna climb that mountain like that you're not gonna have oh you're worried about the sixteen thousand. i'm curious about the sixteen you're scott you're not you're not even gonna pause i mean you (laughs) giant you're gonna you'd rock that so i've seen you climb every mountain that we've ever climbed yeah are you concerned about the mountain are you concerned about the logistics and the travel and the people that yeah oh i i i I thought so because there's no Excuse my language. There's no daggum way you're uh, um, worried about running up a mountain. No. No. You're worried about, you want to know, yeah, I get it. You know what? I totally get it, and I can appreciate that. So if it's good and we like it, then you'll go back with us. Mm-hmm. Because oh, cause I would love I'd love to go do that again. Um, and I haven't even been there yet. I just need to get it. But it's like, um, you know, sorry. Yeah, I, I switched it out with him, and then I'm terrible at it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it too. So I'm excited about the second time. Cause I, I like that type of travel and that's my jam. It's like Russia. Yeah. I can't wait till they open Russia up cause we're going back. Um, and they they texted me just two days ago. I can get you in. No problem. They need hunters bad. Oh my gosh. I bet. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to, I mean, you're about the same size as that Brittany. I yeah. hate to see you in lockup. Come out of there with dreadlocks. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? What does <laughs> that mean? What does that even mean? You're about the same size as a female NBA star. Not really. She's like six seven. She's not six seven. Is I she? think she is. is Let, she let's really? look her up. What's her name? Brittany Griner. We'll talk while I'm looking her up. Well, I'm excited. Uh, it was, she, she cut all her dreads off too. She probably, yeah. So you guys are getting ready to do your fanning sheep hunt. Yeah. Yep. So I'm excited. Two months away now. Yeah. Which then will make you a three-quarter slammer. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then we'll all be in the same boat until Bonanno ruins it. When are you going in? I should know these things, too, and I don't. August what? Like uh, 15th. Oh, so you're oh, coming yeah, in. Oh, yeah, this could oh. be touch and go. On. Where are you flying into? Are you <clears throat> flying into Whitehorse? Yeah. Oh, okay, because we're flying into Dawson. So we're up there almost the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's incredible. Yeah, you're an, you're a jack wagon. She's six nine. She really? Wow. She's six nine. <laughs> Holy She's six nine. She weighs two hundred and forty five pounds. Oh my that's god! That's the only thing we have in common. 
She's six. Not she doesn't weigh two hundred and forty-five pounds. She weighs two hundred and five pounds. But I can say whatever. Um, she went to Russia. She's six so. foot nine. Huh? Six foot nine inches tall. She I mean, stands she, out in a crowd in Russia, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, I think so. And then you add a little gummy bear and a little THC juice to your bag, and uh, um, and you you run around and say you hate America for five years before you go to Russia. Well, then you should love that you got locked up. Mm-hmm. Sounds like she's appreciative of uh, her country now, though. Mm-hmm. Really? I hope she so. stood for the national anthem. Oh, did she? Yeah. Um, that would be a positive thing. Yeah, good well, for her. Then, then, there you go. You a know, little prison time people. usually straightens people's thinking out. <laughs> <laughs> While um, we're on the, basketball, the, we need to talk about the Nuggets. Oh, the Nuggets. Were you there? I was the there. You were, were you there? really? Uh, I was well, thinking about you. you got, don't you have box seats there or something? Just season tickets. But yeah. Season tickets? Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> you have season tickets, huh? So your kids were there? Kids were there, my wife. wife? Wow, yeah. boom. That was a blast, huh? Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. First one. Wow. Yeah, and we made it home and missed all the monkey business after. Oh, did you really? Yeah. So you slipped out before they, they went people. crazy? Yeah. yeah. What? They were, they were shooting? shooting? There was an unrelated, supposedly shooting. I don't the crowd. understand the but, celebrations. They, they, yeah. But the great thing that, the, I mean, Aaron Gordon walked through the crowd in downtown Denver on up a 20th and Market Street. Is that a player? Yeah, and there's tons of stuff on Instagram with Aaron Gordon just marching through the people with his shirt off still and still wearing his basketball shorts like an hour after the game ended. Really? Still celebrating with his fans. That yeah. That's good. That's cool. Yeah, that was really that cool. That is cool. Good for Colorado. I like the that's, – that's right. That's the thing to focus on. Yeah. So your, your plan is international then at all or just uh, for sheep? I just take it as it comes. So, well, Scott, hmm. that, that makes I, sense. I think these ibex are intriguing. You have to start chasing ibex with us. Yeah. Well, we'll do Spain. Do you like? Have you? Uh, you we'll have any interest Spain. in we'll ibex? That. Yeah, that'd be we'll fun. Do yeah, soon. That'd be Super that, fun. that sounds like a great hunt. You said there was four subspecies. Yeah, four subspecies. And what we should do is we should just go. I mean, and not that we don't want to make it. I, I'm gonna. I'm, my wife listens to this podcast, so I don't have to be careful. But. Um, not that I would like to do a trip before we do a women's couples trip. You know what I'm saying? Like bring the wives. We, like, we pre-scout it. I think, well, no. <laughs> I'm okay with pre-scouting. Just, just because, dumbass. Um, <laughs> just because I think that I've never been there, obviously. I'd like to go over there and just hit it hard. You know what I'm saying? Go, go just right to the mountains and go, what can we get done? And, and jump around and see a couple different outfitters. Yeah. Would you ever be interested in that? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, because to get the four subspecies, don't you have to disperse to different areas mm-hmm. pretty much? Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. So I don't think it takes forever to get them. Mm-hmm. And so if we went over there for a week, 10 days, and you just went crazy and didn't worry about sightseeing in, I don't know, what's towns in Spain? Barcelona. 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 Yeah, all that. Madrid. Madrid. Yeah, I don't need to. I, I mean... When we drive through, you would see one New York. You've seen them all. No? I've never been there either. So I don't know about Spain. So I think the four of us should seriously consider some type of vetting process. We can bring Tony with us. He speaks Spanish. Antonio? <laughs> Antonio. Yeah, man. Come on over. Come and on, let's do April, this. Man, what's going on, man? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was funny when we were in Italy. So my son's learned a few languages. But he didn't take it upon himself to learn Italian. But... Anyway, um, so he, we're sitting at Isn't the table. Isn't Italian pretty close to Spanish? Yeah. 
Italian. It, 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 it is, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Pretty. He didn't learn. He went to. He, so he teaches himself. He did high school Spanish and didn't learn anything. He said that's a bad way. But anyway, so we're sitting at the table and he wants to order, and so he he does an Italian accent in English, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. Did you, Mason, did you think that helped? You, you, uh, <laughs> Usually got to amplify. And he's like. Twice as loud. He's like, I, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's, it's so funny you say that because I speak a little Spanish. And when we go to Mexico and Brad's there, I first time, he like talks louder. I'm like, Brad, they don't understand English even if you turn up the volume. <laughs> I used to give Brian crap because he'd go to the Mexican. We live in Spearfish, South Dakota. I mean, Doggo, that family is the only Hispanics around, right? And he'd go and he'd be. He's talking about the gentleman who owns Guadalajara. Right. And, and so they'd, they'd always play. the. And Brian was like, how do you say, you know, what's La Recha? Blah, 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 whatever. And so they, and I would always give him. I'm like, whatever. Brian, what are you doing? I mean. La Recha. I didn't ask him what Larecha is. What is Larecha? Larecha is right or left or something. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So anyway, I, I. But when I ended up in Mexico, speaking nothing, I appreciated my. I, I realized <laughs> that he that little bit. Helped. Yeah, a little bit helps. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks, Brian. But we did get stuck in a parking lot. <laughs> I know enough to ask. I know enough Spanish to ask how to say something. And to start chipping away at the what you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I can get around it enough where I, I know I understand it better than I speak it. And if Lindley's with, like, I would be comfortable going to anywhere because she's a dictionary of the word. And then if I hear it, I can run with it and put it into a sentence. Yeah, because she understands it, and you have that. Uh, she she knows you, the word. Yeah, a lot you, more. you have the dialect yeah. a little bit more from your dad mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and so it's 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 not you hard guys are a good for team. me. But what the the nerve wracking part was, we were in downtown Navajoa. And uh, um, we had this is right in the middle of COVID, and you had to have a COVID test to get to the airport and get back. And we were trying to find out if we could take the COVID test at the airport. And everybody's saying, "No, you got to get a COVID test." We were told by the outfitter when we went down there that you just they brought you the COVID test, and it was a COVID test that was already uh, approved. Does that yeah. make sense? I got a couple of those. <laughs> yeah. So so we were counting on that. Well, then the guy's like, "No, I don't have any, and I'm out. I'm leaving." And we're like, well, we have one more week left here because we were going uh, Paloma hunting, right? Yeah. And the Montanians with the Cartuges and Escapata. And so anyway, um, so we're then on our own by ourselves in Navajoa. This isn't like, this is like nowhere in Mexico, like not a lot of English speaking anybody, right? And so I'm, we're running in out of places trying to find it. And this gal, she slowed her Spanish down so I could understand Larecha, at the pharmacy uh, Alto, you know, uh, you know, um, and so yeah, he goes, I, I know how to get there. He I puts go, his finger. Up. I know how to it get just, there. Now. It all clicked after like an hour and a half of running around. And we were like, Shit, we're going to miss our plane. Cause we had to get a rental car back. We had a four hour drive. And uh, anyway, long story short, light bulb went on. him. I know exactly. We marched right to it. Didn't yeah. We? And I never <laughs> give Brian crap. At Guadalajara's anymore. <laughs> you learn all the yeah. words you want, yeah. brother. <laughs> Self-taught. Uh, yeah. yeah. My, my father spoke really. He was uh, grew up in uh, uh, Katy, Texas. So he so, spoke it. Yeah. He's, he, 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 at like eight, nine or ten, he, he was farmed out to a, uh, um, a uh, ranch. 
uh, cattle ranch. And so he grew up with all the, uh, you know, Hispanics there. And so he, he knows it like, you know, like I know English. And so I grew up listening to it around it and knew a little bit and Lindley did. So anyway, it worked out. So what's, uh, what, uh, what do you have for this fall? Well, I am going to present. Utah, uh, archery hunting oh, in the rut. Right. That's his birthday present. Yeah. It's my birthday present to myself. <laughs> we, uh, I'm, I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> uh, it's way better actually, than an Amazon gift card, isn't it? Funny you say that because I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, that's what I chuckled about. I'm like, why haven't I thought of that? <laughs> so you got yourself, you're going to Utah and you're going to. I'm going to Yukon and then I'm turning around pretty quick and I'm going to BC. British Columbia. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You, cause you're going right back on your other safari. Yeah. Holy so I'll go up there, and I'm, we're going to target a mountain goat and a moose. Yeah, you tried last year for moose, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It was an awesome hunt. Didn't see one till the last minute of twilight. And it yeah, was a weird year in northern BC last year. Oh, it was year. hot it was last hot, year. Hot. Bugs were thick. And, and this year I talked to him, and it's just the opposite. I was talking to Alaska and a British Columbia outfitter today, and they're both like, um, yeah, the spring didn't go out on the mountains until a few weeks ago. We had snow all the way down. And uh, um, so it's interesting. Now, Canada has a lot of smoke, um, you know, parts of British Columbia um, because of those fires. But uh, they're not affecting where you're at. No, I've been checking with them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So have we a little bit. Yeah, but Um, I'm looking forward to that. And (laughs) and then where you come back and go to Mexico 14 times? Well, my record's five. (laughs) But I'm going (laughs) to... I'm going to try to go, well, I'm going to, I got shut out before we started on this call or podcast today. We were talking about tags. I got denied by Colorado on my regular old pronghorn and mule deer hunt. So, really? so I'm working on that, but I'm hoping to be able to do those. I go with my son on the pronghorn hunt. Did Braden get hold of you? Yeah, we talked. Okay. Yep. And we've, we've got a plan. Um, then I'll probably go to North Dakota, do a whitetail hunt, and then it's Mexico. Then to Mexico. Yeah. Like, and that's Can where, you get like, shotgun shells down there? That's the problem. And yeah. We've tried to help him, and we've, he's, it's, it's, not as, it's not as easy as it sounds. No, because so. um, I got a buddy that's been going down there, basically mission trips, giveaway trips, and he's a crazy bird hunter. And um, we were supposed to go last year. I was going to put a group of guys together. I think we were talking to you about it, mm-hmm. Scott. Um, I was going to invite you, but you'd already been there and bought your house. I was probably there. You were there. Exactly. I was going <laughs> to actually see if you wanted to go have a steak in uh, Hermosillo um, on the way back. But anyway, um, but he's like, Brian, I can get shells. I said, oh, you can. He goes, yeah, you ain't going to want to buy them. <clears throat> he goes, uh, and I don't think any of your, your rich doctor friends or attorney friends are going to want to buy them either. And I go, why not? And then he told me the price. And I'm like, yeah, we'll wait a year. Um, I'll go sheep hunting again. Well, it was crazy because <laughs> we had ample shells right in the middle of COVID, and you couldn't buy anything in the States. Yeah, we, so, we, we smoked them. It's, it's supposedly going to be better. I've talked to them a lot. It's, it's supposedly going to be better, but they're having to do a lot of different creative things to get shells and not nothing like cartel illegal stuff, but getting like uh licenses and getting storage units and things to try to buy them now and, st- and store them and pooling together outfitters and that's and, what we did in the past now in the last five years we haven't but we always had our own lockers down there storage sheds and we just had stockpiles of them but then when we were down there last we were running low and to bring a group of eight guys down there because we kind of do a diy thing 
you know, we have an outfitter. We call him before. We do a few things, but we've been down there so much that. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens this year. You didn't. You didn't know enough Spanish when those dudes, the uh, Federale dudes, <laughs> jumped out with their guns. Oh, Brad just about shit his pants. <laughs> I thought he was. I, I looked around. I couldn't find Brad. He was cowering. He was cowering like a small poodle under the back seat of the car. Going, no, 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 no! I don't want to go to jail. I want to go to jail. <laughs> Uh, you've had that happen obviously once yeah, yeah i've had that in the middle of a ranch done a mule deer hunt and a high rack really? oh really yeah they shook you down or tried to i asked you know they said they wanted to inspect my gun but they were they weren't looking for us they just bumped into us it was car i mean it was a federales federales we've you had know. i've had it several times where they, they've stopped us and one only one time did they try to shake us down and uh, and our guide's just like he's like just don't give them nothing. We'll just, we'll just outlast them. Might take four or five hours, but we'll just sit here and outlast them. And they'll get bored with us and they'll go on. But I just pulled over by the police when <clears throat> in Sonora. I, I I I don't know how many times. Like, oh really? That's what you're talking about. No, um, I'm talking about out in the wild where we're dove hunting. Um, uh, Jeep. Federates come from everywhere, surround yeah. you, get machine guns out, no, and, and have that, you throw everything up on the Get their black face masks no, on and their guns on. No. And Holy yip, 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 yip. <laughs> So you've I, never had that? No. No. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So I've had that three times, and I told Brad, don't worry about it. So we get down there. We get done with the sheep hunt. We go back. I rent a car. They try to jack us around in the car. I know enough Spanish to get a car. For yeah, you got deal. a car. You did great, Brian. And, I, and so then, I'm not going to give you any crap about that then, anymore. Then I, got, I mean, I'll probably give you crap about something else. I'll replace it with something else. Then, then I got the it's rent, not going to be the Spanish. Then I got the rental car. So then we start driving, and then we're going to get shook down, and we get to the first reservation, and Brad's like, oh, my God, what are they doing? I said, well, just ignore them. Go straight through. And they're like, Phew. Yeah, because, the, the, you know, they pull up a little rope car. They pinch you at an interstate, right? And they're trying to shake you down. Trying to shake you down. It's their and we'd Mexican give them a buck. Way. A buck's like, well, how many paces is that? We didn't have enough little things in pesos. So then we started getting them five and tens, and then we got to 20s. I'm like, the hell with them. We're just going. So wow. anyway. Um, but uh, so because it's like a four-hour drive to uh, Obregon or Navajoa. And, but we just took off cross-country. Uh, and I've done it a few times. And Brad's like, holy shit. Brian, are you kidding me? We did it. Yeah. Wild, the, wild west, yeah. brother. Uh, he, and Brian, Brian goes, so we try to rent a car. They're out of cars, <laughs> right? So they're going to have some, this girl goes, I, well, no, she didn't speak English. No, she spoke no English. She spoke no English. And we, we so we were kind of on our own. Boost. And we're and Google like, Translate. No, no, I'm not doing a boost. I'm not getting a bus. This big 40 passenger van. I'm like, I'm not renting that. So, so <laughs> she ends up with a friend. She, she Google Translates back. That's how we're on, we're on our phones. She has a friend who will rent us a car. <laughs> there you go. So, so we go back to the other place, and Brian's driver's license is expired. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm renting the car. Expirational. And, and uh, <laughs> so he's already filled everything out. And the gal goes, because, you know, they, she didn't care. She said, I just need a valid driver's license, one that's not expired. You still drive. She, they didn't care. You know, it's different than here. Because it was my Avis profile and his driver's license. And so... And, and it was somebody else's a car that we rented through Avis in Mexico that a gal brought in and said, here's my car. And then they made the deal outside in the back. Oh, but I and still, it's like a little smart car, you know. Oh, so dude, six, nine, six, nine, two, ninety, Brian Jones. Oh, my in. God, I'm kicking <laughs> your ass. You've been over this shit since college. <laughs> oh, Palmer, uh, a, God bless you. I pray for you at night, too. <laughs> So anyway, so, yeah, it was an adventure. 
Well, that's cool. It, it, that's interesting um, that you go down there so much. Anyway, so we're going to try to put that together because I know Brad called you about going on that trip, didn't he? Going dove hunting? Mm, I don't remember. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, well, I'll invite you if okay. he doesn't want to. But honestly, we how many birds? Because we will kill three, 400 in the morning. We'll shoot two flats each. Uh, or no. a little over. <laughs> so, Jim, you, we can't go dove hunting together. You do not count the amount of shells you shoot. You count the amount of birds. You it's count. how many gunny sacks you fill up, Jim. It's not how many. I lose count. How much? Oh, I I there count. you go. Good answer. Good answer. So anyway, we. I don't know how many. And I shoot a twenty-eight gauge. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, well, no wonder you snob. You're a Henry. Uh, Henry, <laughs> hey, get me my twenty-eight. Ga- how many bird boys do you get? One, two, three. Usually just one, but I get a little bit snobby if I don't get my normal bird boy. Oh, you! Oh, so you're so so. I used to. It's so funny because we went down there year after year after year, a couple times a year. And this last time when we were down there, a guy gets in our um in in our little car driving out to there, and he goes um, grande gringo, um and then uh, uh como se dice blonde espanol, um uh we'll just say blonde. anyway. He basically he was calling me um uh and I knew what it is. It's something uh not. Uh, Anyway, Whitey. Um, I was like, he's like, you used to have blonde hair, is what he said. And um, you had uh, a wife and two, two bambinos, bambinos, he said. Yeah. Dos, dos bambinos and a espacio uh, muy uh, uh, benito. And I said, ah, see, si. He goes, porfilio, your bird boy. And I go, yes, 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 for years. <laughs> he goes, for years. He goes, ah, yeah. Porfilio. Porfilio. <laughs> and he looked at, he goes, porfilio's best friend, um, uh, uh, mi primo. And so I'm sitting there going, no way. So we had this conversation, and I hadn't been down there in 14, 15 years. Well, uh, Porfilio now is married, two kids, and he has two kids, and was he was my bird boy forever. And uh, I did the same thing. But I always had a couple. Yeah, I, I learned. Uh, I'm getting more than one bird boy next time. What's the advantage? You they, get more birds. Because you just, you just stand here and shoot. Yeah. And they run. They, you don't send your dog out. They, uh, just, they just do laps. Oh. Scott, come, it'll change your world from a wing pr- shooting perspective. Uh-huh. Is 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 obsessive? See, I see a lot of traits of me and you and watching you from afar uh-huh. because you get obsessed with stuff, locked on it, and just get all in. Yeah, I'm kind of a little bit that way. Yeah. And with wing shooting, I got so that way, and I went down there. You shoot more in one day. That first night at dinner, Brad goes, "I get it." Uh-huh. And I go, "What do you get?" He goes, "I shot more doves today than I do in 20 years for right. hunting." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You just, it's huh. great. Then you go to Argentina and you shoot 12, 1300 a day. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Have you been to Argentina? I have. I was yes, just there last That's right. <laughs> you were just there. Did you guys, <laughs> did you guys shoot dove hunting? Did not, did not. You did not did, go dove hunting? No. What, what was that, the stag hunt like? That was fun. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, it was high fence. Oh, okay. So you didn't know you were a high fence, but um, <clears throat> saw a ton of them. I love the scenery there. The, uh, and the, the, the town of Buenos Aires, I was unexpectedly so impressed with. Wow. It was just so cool. Amazing. No? Yeah. We should reminded go me of the Ritz-Carlton and, and yeah. go shopping. It reminded me of Paris or somewhere, the architecture and hmm. um, what I've heard of Spain. So the whole trip was just awesome. But I, uh, I'm, you know, the, the hunting was was pretty fun, and, and I, I got a lot of animals there. So <laughs> – the the most my the the one we didn't get was a uh, boar, 
and that was probably the most fun part of the whole hunt. It was uh, chasing that boar for the last two days and going everywhere and looking for it and never did find it. Hmm. But it was fun. Well, that's cool. We, you know that, what we that, should that's do? That's interesting because um, I think – I think there's a lot of people that come back from because there's two ways to do Argentina's that are the the smaller stags, which is the, and they're more free range. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, it, you, you're a hunter. Yeah. By nature, you're not a harvester. Yeah, I you, did a lot of harvesting there, though. Right. <laughs> but well, you did. But when I was talking to you down there, you go, "Yeah, I'll tell you when I get back." It, it's different, Brian, and uh, that that kind of speaks to who you are as a, as a hunter, though. Yeah, and it it made me think about some other hunts I was thought about doing around, and whether, you know, you see some hunts in magazines that are this many animals, five grand, and this, you know, and I'm not sure that's the kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not ready for that either. That's so, that's why I haven't embarked on that road mm-hmm. yet. But I'd go back to Argentina. Well, you know what we need to do is we need to reconvene this, this conversation in uh, a few months after they uh, after you guys all get your full slam done. I want to hear the Knock rest on of wood. It. I hope so. So yeah, because you'll have your full. So let's do this. Let's do a. We'll do a podcast in. Uh, um, we'll do a podcast in September. No, when do you go on that hunt in September? I don't know yet. I you mean, don't know yet. It's yeah. There's some ambiguity to the date. There is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. Um, which uh, um, well, we'll get a podcast and wrap it up because then you'll be the first full slammer at the table. Knock on wood. I'm Knock try. on wood. I'll give it my best. Um, yeah. You're going to do great, man. I'm telling you. Um, so I, I want to tell you one story about this outfitter. Uh, two years ago, we had one of our Henry um, hunters in there. He's not near as tough a hunter as you. And uh, um, I'm, uh, I'm in Wyoming. Actually, I'm up in Montana and uh, on the lease early uh, getting ready. And I, I get a phone call or I get a text message. And it's one of the office staff and says, give so-and-so a call. Um, our, your client is uh, wimping out. And so I'm like, okay, I'll call him. I text back, I'll call him later. Eh, she probably is not going to take that for an answer. So I give her your number. My phone rings. It's a Canadian number. So I answer it. And she says, hey, Brian, how you doing? I said, I'm doing great. How are you? She goes, good. She goes, your pansy-ass hunter is sitting in camp with my guide and not wanting to go up. And there's a double-broomed ram up there that's amazing. And there's only two segments to this uh, mountain. Usually there's three sections, and there's only two sections on this. Call him right now on his sat phone. Challenge his man home. Get his ass up that mountain. Get this ram killed, or I'm not going to go 100% this year. And that means you're not going 100% on rams. And we're in this together, and we're in it to win it. And I was like, yes, ma'am, I'll call him right now. Give me the number. Wow. So I called him on his sat phone, and he answers, and I go, hey, brother, get your ass up. And, of course, <laughs> he tells me a different story. He's like, no, I'm just taking a little break. And I'm like, no, now is not the time, brother. Um, put your bootstraps. Pull them up. Let's go one step at a time. I said, you would hate to have a guy my size be the one to beat you up the mountain. Just think of that. And he's like, you son of a and uh, he let go, and then about six hours later, I got a phone call. Thank you, Dead Ram. Wow. <laughs> That's a true 100% story. That's where you're going, Jimmy. All right. Uh, and it so, is one step at a time, too. That's how, I mean, how it goes. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. look at a rock, and I go, okay, get to that rock, get to that branch, get to, get to that, that weed. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing. I don't, I don't think uh, Palmer does that. Palmer looks at the top and sets his clock and goes let's go bitches 
<laughs> have, you, have, you, have you ever uh, wore the outfitter out? Yeah, yeah that's stone uh, sheet. Stone huh? sheet huh? <laughs> <laughs> he he called me and he goes, "I think I broke the guy." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah. I love it. That, yeah. hey, that when they're they're twenty nine year old. When you know, we book Palmer's hunts, we go, "Hey, just make sure you have the most physical guide you can, because you'll probably break him." So. <laughs> and how old did you say you are, Scott? 59. I'm turning 60 in November. 60. Well, you've done a hell of a job keeping yourself in amazing shape. One one year we're because uh, we used to do this hunt in Montana and it was it was pretty civilized. We'd eat a lot of greasy foods. We stayed in a cabin, and uh, you know it was it was super fun. But we ate you know a totally different diet. And Scott gets back and he gave me a call a couple weeks later. He goes, Yeah, what was the deal? You went in for a physical or something, and they sent you over for an EKG. Yep. <laughs> so he because, just, uh, because the food was so bad. You're... You know, I, I can't remember what the deal was, but I do remember. Uh, Your blood work was all off or something. Yeah, but I had to do the treadmill test. And uh, I got on that treadmill. And uh, after five or ten minutes, I, you're running at an incline. I go, what's the record? <laughs> oh, my God. See, okay, speak to me, Palmer. <laughs> you jacked my head. So. <laughs> anyway. so so then they were concerned send him over he's having a heart attack he's trying to kill himself on our treadmill well, well it, uh, they ahead. just keep they keep ramping it up and they keep increasing the speed mm. and uh you they say it only takes it should only take this test usually only takes five minutes 10 tops so what what are we here for what are you here for why are you in the studio this week because yeah. we're we're shooting this weekend <laughs> see our golly yeah. club huh yeah. It is. And we're going to drink wine, lots of red meat, and shoot shit a long ways away. Can't wait. So uh, just so you know, I will give you guys the course after this. Oh, actually, Brett, I, I'll give you the course. He told me do not tell Palmer any of these distances or any wind advantage. That sucker is going <laughs> to earn this course. So I'm just I'm just parroting what his – these guys are like college buddies. We so. pre-shot uh, the course for you guys. It's oh boy. super fun. Oh, oh nice. It's super good. So yeah, good. we're excited to have you guys here. Yep. So anyway, it is the Argali Cub weekend. We hate time stamping these necessarily, but uh, you guys are in for that. Um, we just want to tell you we appreciate your business. We appreciate you being loyal clients, um, and we appreciate having a small part in a big process, which is getting your super, uh, your yeah. super slam, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, we uh, we can't tell you how much it means to us to have just a little bit of role in that, and then you guys go out and kill yourselves in the mountain to get it done. Well, I, I would like to say to you that I think probably most people here have, have hosted something a pheasant hunt or whatever and it's a lot of time work and money and i think i can speak for everybody that we really appreciate this weekend well thank you 100 yeah. percent. thank you and we, i appreciate that and we appreciate you and we're gonna have a lot of fun and we'll get you back on thank you and uh you guys book an epic uh <laughs> we thank you thank, and yeah. so it's it's a small token of our appreciation for you supporting us because we as a company wouldn't be here without you guys having faith in us and uh um and that means a lot so 
anyway. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening today. We appreciate your time as always. Hopefully this helped. We have uh, these two guys um, are amazing adventure seekers. They do a fantastic, uh, the thing The thing we always try to have on, I just want to preface this real quick for everybody listening, because if you want to be on a podcast and you've been on a hunt of ours or you're a member of ours or you just go, hey, listen, I have something to add and you'd like to be on one, go ahead and get a hold of us at I always want to say the wrong one. Hello. Hello at rbohome.com. Hello at rbohome.com. Because um, we want to hear from you. We'd love, if it works, we'd love to have you a, a part of this. This podcast has been overwhelmingly supported by all of you out there. And these two guys are amazing adventure seekers. The thing I respect and appreciate most about both of them is they're not there for the kill. And you probably heard that in today's episode. They're there for the adventure first. And uh, there's never been a guide that we've ever had that hasn't called us up after these two left camp and go send those suckers back. I got a lifetime friend in those two. And if you're gonna go do guided hunts, I believe I wanna give you some encouragement. That's the attitude and the approach that you really probably should take when you go into these camps. And these two are the epitome of that for us. And uh, um, so one more time, thank you guys. Go to rollingbones.com. Go to rollingbones.com. Check out our membership. We have one. Uh, We're an inclusive club, not an exclusive club. And we want to help you get on your next adventure. Until next time, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting. No stupid.